listening to the Fat Boy Show. Yet another beautiful morning with yet more beautiful things to come. There is always something beautiful happening here on the Fat Boy Show. And of late, what's been beautiful around here is that we have set the stage for people to have conversations. People that otherwise vehemently disagree with one another. Who sometimes take these disagreements and make them personal on social media to where it gets vicious. Or try talking about politics on social media. Everyone brings out their claws, their fangs, their guns, fire. I mean, uh, there's just relentless uh, attacks from both sides on people of the other side and uh, vice versa. And I feel like this uh, isn't really good. I'm of the view that if two people can sit down and talk, uh, regardless of their differences, at least they might uh, come to see eye to eye on a few issues, if we're lucky. And if not, at least we part ways knowing we can respect each other's opinions or at least the right to hold those opinions. And uh, without then discounting the other person's patriotism or whatnot. Because ultimately, whatever side you are on, you are a Ugandan. Uh, and uh, so you deserve to be respected uh, for your opinion, regardless of uh, which side you like. And so that's what we're here to do today on the Fat Boy Show. Uh, previously, we had a discussion between an NRM uh, party uh, supporter and a Noop uh, supporter, and that went very well. It was nice and civil. And so today we wish to continue in that same spirit of civility and decorum so that we can have yet another conversation between people from the two sides. Once again, joining us from uh, the NRM party. Well, he's a supporter of the party. His name is Roger. And in the studio with me, I have Gideon, who is a Noop supporter. Uh, both of you gentlemen, welcome to the Fat Boy Show. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Thanks, James. Okay, so uh, let's get started. Hmm. Let me start uh, with uh, Gideon. Gideon, uh, a lot of times uh, people that support Noop have been characterized, or I guess you would say mischaracterized, as being rowdy hooligans who spew venom and hate on social media. Andrew Mwenda, famous journalist, calls them the Misrata Brigade, uh, reminiscent of this... Uh, insurgent faction in Libya that was known to be very ruthless <laughs> and cruel. What do you think about that characterization? Is it fair? Uh, first of all, I, I don't think that that is fair. Um, I feel like that's a mischaracterization of what noob supporters really are. Um, there, there's, a, there, there's a side of, of, of us who support noob who are angry. And um, I would say it's, it's, it's rightly so, uh, because uh, if, if you went to the ghetto and, 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 and you look at some of the lives that these young people live, uh, you, you look at the fact that uh, some of them probably go a day without a meal or with a meal, and you look at the struggles that they are going through, it's, it's kind of understandable. Uh, that they're angry, that uh, they're not happy about so many things. And and, and many times I, I feel like uh, the, the supporters on the other end look at us and, and feel like we, uh, we we shouldn't have the right to be angry or to uh, to disagree and to call out people, uh, for, with, 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 to call out the government and call out the supporters and stuff like that. I, I do not believe uh, that there may be uh, personal people uh, there, there may be people that, you know, probably take it a little bit uh, 
extra and and maybe <laughs> too <go> to, far. <laughs> uh, take it take it a little bit too far. But you know what the party position is. Uh, we've had our party president very many times tell people, "Hey, uh, you you can't be violent. You can't be insulting people. You have to try to be as civil as you can." But then you cannot uh, do away with the fact that there's so many angry people on the street. And okay, so, well, uh, Gideon, you obviously you follow me on social media. Yeah. You, you you have seen me trying to try to engage in debate with uh, you know people on these political matters and you can see the kinds of comments I get from Anoop supporters they're very uh, they're usually very unkind uh, do you think that speaks well do you think that's a fair representation of what the supporters of the party looks like because it sort of casts the party in a negative light if the supporters regardless of what their leader as you say is telling them a lot of them are still opting to be quite aggressive on social media and potentially scaring away uh, moderates. And, and, and that's, 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 that's my point. That the thing is, uh, when you push people too much to, to a corner, you know, uh, many times they find ways of expressing themselves, of letting that anger out. The very fact that, you know, they're, they're, they're going through lots of injustices. They're hearing so many stories, people being killed, people being arrested, this happening. It's kind of, uh, much as I do not support it, it's kind of understandable that when people are pushed to the corner, uh, many times they, they express uh, themselves in ways that maybe cast the, bad, uh, the party in bad light. Uh, but for me, I feel like the, the most important thing is uh, it's not, uh, I, I, it's a mischaracterization because it's not something that the party leader stands up and says, hey guys, you need to do this. You need to insult these guys. I have listened to my party leader. I've never seen him uh, probably use foul language or be violent or stuff like that. I, so I haven't either. No. So, it, so it's not coming from the leadership. It's just that people are extremely angry and justifiably so, so we should not be surprised. And perhaps you're saying we should understand why they are taking the aggressive tone they're taking on social media. Exactly. Okay, exactly. let's go to let's go to Roger now, who is an NRM supporter. First of all, Roger, do you know people think if you're an NRM supporter, it's because you've been paid? <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, okay. Here's the thing. Actually, and the funny part for me is that uh, I lived away from this country for a long time and I came back in 2017, middle of 2017. Yeah, so so I left the country and I was very bitter. I also hated the government. I didn't like it. I, I don't have an NRM party card per se, but I just came back with still the same anger and the same frustrations. And I lived in the country thinking that maybe the leadership is a problem. You have to study the society first. And I was just thinking to myself this morning before even this call, and I thought to myself, if only we could change the country, then even the government change that so many people are hungering for won't be, I mean, it would be a walk in the park. But for as long as you want to keep holding onto these emotions, then I've seen that many people in the NUP party doing that. They say emotions, emotions, and emotions. But for how long are you going to hold on to these emotions? For a start, it's emotions that have led us to the situation where we are. I do sympathize that, yeah, we've had tough times and other people. The thing, the, the biggest mistake I see these guys make is thinking that just because you stand up to love your country, because for me, the reason as to why I got sentiments leaning 
towards NRM because I looked through all of them, all these parties, and all they were struggling all the time was the anger, the emotions. And I keep wondering, okay, yeah, so we've had the, the part about the emotions, so let's talk country and when you actually start to think about that only president Museveni keeps preaching about love for country love for africa and the east african region and trying to work towards social uh, economic transformation all these cases are spreading all over the internet and all over the place where you see them is this anger also once has done something oh we are so angry but you know what these are people that we live with in our societies and for as long as we continue to just be angry at them and we try to fix the society problem because the challenges that we face in africa the challenges that we face in uganda and in different parts of, of of the world they're all society challenges now if we do not fix the society and keep thinking that we're going to be angry every time we see something that is not working right we're not going to fix anything and there's so many examples uh, that but, i can uh, cite yeah just a moment but of the world. Well, well, Roger, you said, you know, prior to 2017, you two were a very disgruntled and frustrated youth. Is it because you saw what was happening to the country and you did not like how the government was handling things at the time? I, I was wrongly attributing all my frustrations to some government failure. And this is common in so many people that I've, you know, debated with online about the whole thing of things that we need to fix. There's one thing that we all have to agree that not because that I support the president, that I do not see the uh, ills that we face as a society, the injustices that we face as a society. The thing is that you cannot attribute everything. We are 45 million people. And if we are going to be here as Ugandan and say that 45 million people are all struggling because of one person, then we don't really deserve to live. Sorry to say, I mean, I'm, I'm a bit brutal there but if 45 million people cannot move the country towards what we want it to be and we're always going to keep playing politics and blaming finding the next scapegoat like i normally say we're not really worth you know whatever we the medium we use to debate this stuff yeah so i was frustrated then i realized that I have to do my part. And and this is what I keep asking all the guys that I, you know, hate the government. I say, the government is only as strong as what you put in yourself. So what have you done to try and make this stuff better? And most of them think that, oh, I'm powerless, so I can't do anything. No, you are actually having power. It's just that you don't want to use what you have. And I can give so many examples. Like I keep telling people, look at James O'Neill. He's doing his part. Like he's he's gone out there and he has used his skills to try and improve things. What have you done with your skills? I'm a computer scientist. I'm I'm actually employing people and I'm trying to show people that this is how we're supposed to build the nation. Nation building is not based on anger. It's not based on uh, you know emotions. We're never going to build this nation if we continue going that way. And I keep giving people examples like the industrial revolution in Europe. This all happened because people were angry but they decided to be productive and not just destroy everything that was there because like it or not we have never had more contributions to this country in terms of infrastructure development and societal progress like we have had in the last 35 years i am ready to debate anyone on that all right uh, so uh gideon you, can, you can, you're can itching I, to jump in go ahead can i respond to that the, the issue is not that we are saying that uh, we should sit back home and sleep and wait for the government to bring everything for you. What we are saying is we have a social contract with the government and, and, and they have been given the responsibility of uh, creating social order, mm-hmm. yeah? of managing uh, this country. Uh, and so uh, there's a part, uh, there's 
there's a larger part of what they uh, they're supposed to uh, to play. Now, if if when when you talk about, let me start by um, by by talking about the fact that uh, there's a constitution in this country. They're supposed to help them uh, be able to manage this country. And and when you look at the way that this government has uh, absolutely disregarded the one thing that is supposed to be guiding them in this contract that we have with them, uh, when you look at the way that they 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 they, they, they feel like they, they they should have the right to do as they please, what we are say, what we are saying is there is a huge responsibility on government. If 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 it was all about um, let's let's have people contribute, play their part, then then we'd say okay, let's do away with the government, let's do away with the police, let's do away with with all these agencies. But they have a responsibility. We vote them into power because there are certain things about uh, we expect them to do. And that is our disagreement with this government. When we say that they, 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 there is a constitution, uh, when you look at the, 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 the recent occurrences, you find young men are being picked up and held in, in, in safe houses and, and disappearing. And, and, you know, they're not... The Constitution says they're supposed to be produced in court 48 hours. And these guys are being kept by government agencies. Um, I listened to the, the Minister of Internal Affairs saying that uh, uh, it's true, the, these kids are being abducted. At first, he, he claimed no knowledge. He, he claimed no knowledge. But after that, he, <laughs> he said, yeah, we have them. But then it, it's just the private... It's an over zealous fellows who are carrying out these operations without us. I mean, how do you have uh, security agencies that are in charge of enforcing the law, being the ones that are at the forefront of breaking the law? A couple uh, couple of years back, uh, security agencies picked weapons and uh, and, uh, weapons that are bought with our taxes and took them to, I think, uh, the, the, the hotel room of, of, of our uh, the noop leader and 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 you know he was being framed for something and and what shocked us was the fact that these were the security agencies that that are supposed to be keeping some sort of uh, they're supposed to be enforcing the law enforcing the constitution we are telling government you were voted into power to do uh, to do something not just to sit and and think that like like Roger is saying we it's supposed to be us it's us who are supposed to be coming in we should think about what we've done there is not much that we can do if the set of rules that have been established uh, to help us manage this society better are being disregarded okay by the I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna ask you to, to, to hold it there um, uh, Gideon uh, and uh, Roger, I know you're itching to jump in to respond to that, but uh, we'll, we'll get to that in just a bit. Let me just remind uh, anyone listening that this is the Fat Boy Show. You're listening to your number one station, RX Radio. And once again, we're having a conversation between an NRM supporter and a Noob supporter regarding uh, you know these ideas and the differences in, in opinion. Is there a possibility for a common ground? Is it possible to see eye to eye? Or at the very least, is it possible to agree about the differences and simply agree to disagree on them? shake hands and carry on as Ugandans that love one another regardless of our dispensation. I'd like to think that's possible. When we get back on the Fat Boy Show, I'll let uh, I'll let uh, Roger respond to the question that Gideon is posing. Both have raised very good points. Gideon, I mean, Roger, raising the point about how we must play a role to de- develop and to build our societies. Makes sense. 
Gideon saying, okay, that is all well and good. However, you do have a government that's elected uh, to do certain things and they're doing the opposite should they not be held accountable. I like where this is going. So we'll just pick up from right there. When we get back, you're listening to The Fat Boy Show. And we're back. It's the Fat Boy Show here on your number one station, RX Radio. I am Fat Boy. Joining me in the studio today, Roger Galazzo, an NRM supporter, and Gideon Omoding, he's a Noob supporter. Uh, this continues our series of conversations we're hoping to have on this program between members of different political factions who typically are at each other's throats on social media. Hopefully, through these kinds of conversations, we might find some common ground. So, uh, both of you gentlemen, welcome back to the Fat Boy Show. All right, thanks. Earlier, uh, Gideon was pointing out that in, even though it is our responsibility as citizens to do our part to build the society, the government, too, has its responsibility. And if they are shirking on those responsibilities, if they are doing the opposite of what they're supposed to do, if they're abrogating the Constitution engaging in criminal behavior, then surely, surely, it's it's quite fair that we hold them accountable uh, by calling them out. Uh, this is uh, Gideon's point. Roger, what do you have to say to that? Um, yeah, so I, I like how actually Gideon started the whole conversation off. He says that this is a social contract. So a social contract means that it's signed by members of the society. And like I said earlier, that what we need is to fix our society first. Because you have to know that whoever is in government has got in government by going through the normal structures of society. And the easiest or the smallest unit of government that you can think of is the home. Your home, how do you allow? your people to grow up and you've had so many people say that um, the conversation that people have over food or over the dining table normally just spill over into the public and and this is the thing like okay we have okay let's say we have a social so when we get the wrong members of society to you know sift through to come through to the top and then we send these people up to where further and give them these social contracts we're gonna end up with the wrong characters they unworthy characters and then we're going to give them this contracts that we sign with them and we all know how that works out that as long as you don't have the right people to sign contracts with this as well as a, a, dead, a dead contract and this does not only happen in the opposition or the ruling party we've seen places where the, the majority of the ruling you know section is in the opposition and they're not doing any better they're not any different actually as a matter of fact it's some of them just take up the position side as some convenience train that is going to get them into the things like we normally say here so the people that go to opposition only go there because they feel this is the perfect line i should take in order to get elected into a position where i can also eat and we know this yeah and then we we, we okay fine we say okay they get there and we as a people if we sit back and not try to hold them accountable because this is what's happening when we give these people a chance and they fail ugandans we are always going to stick onto the trivials and not really get to the cracks of things and try to hold these people accountable uh, roger and, let, roger and, let and, me and ask and you that's this how they no no yeah. roger i wanted to ask i mean can't both things be done at the same time can't somebody play his part to build society by making his own personal contribution and at the same time you have a government that is then held to account for its uh, failings uh do, i mean it, 
tell us if we're wrong, but it almost sounds like you're saying, let the government do whatever right or wrong thing it wants. Let us just be on the other side doing our own thing. Is, is that how you think it's supposed to be, that we should just ignore what the government is doing? Absolutely not. That would be a failure on both sides. I, what I want us to do is to make sure that if somebody doesn't do right, at least then give them so many chances, you know, pull them out, you know, vote them out. But when you vote them out, who do you send in? Do you send in another vulture? Or this time around, you've learned from, you know, when your hand was beaten and not sending another vulture. We have to start looking through our society and, you know, getting the cream out of our society. Otherwise, yeah, the change will come because that's inevitable. It's part of living. And, and once the change comes and it's not the right change, we're just going to descend into even more Okay. And that's not what I want. Personally, I prefer a chain that is going to progress us from current to better. That's my preference. Okay, uh, Gideon. Um, I, I love that, you know, it's so difficult defending this government that many times you end up agreeing with the people opposing this government. I love that he's agreeing with us. What we are saying is that uh, humans uh, are not infallible. Mm-hmm. They are capable of, of going south. Uh, they're capable of, of, of staring out well and then taking the wrong direction. Yeah. Now, because we understand that, that is why we're saying there needs to be something to check that. Uh, these leaders need to understand that they do not own the absolute power. And that's what people power is about. It's about holding people accountable. It's about uh, people knowing that, hey, if I have been voted to do something, I better do it or I'll be kicked out. Uh, but what this government is doing, they, 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 the way that they act is in such a way that the people cannot hold them accountable. Uh, you, you find that... We can't hold them accountable legally, legally, can't hold them accountable electorally. In, in, in any way. So they are free. <laughs> and the inefficiency that we have uh-huh. is because these guys know that we can do the wrong thing and get away with it. I'll, I'll give you s- 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 some examples. Uh, with the, the statistics show that in the last 10 years, 80% of small businesses do not uh, live to celebrate their first anniversary. And that has happened over a space of uh, 10 years. But this government does not feel that that's a problem. They, they feel like we shouldn't do anything about it. I've not had this government come out to say, hey, this is a big problem. We need uh, people and to... Yet, st- now, and yet, now they're enacting policies, yes. the restrictive policies that is further decimating exactly. small businesses. Exactly. No, first of all, the restrictive uh, policies, uh, the COVID yeah. policies, number one. Number two, uh, let, social media, where many small let, businesses let, are relying on social media to promote. Yes, their, James, James, let me just continue. Yeah. They haven't done anything about uh, can it. Can I come in? Um, and, and let, 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 me, let me just finish. When, when you... When, when you look at the security that they are proud of having brought, uh, you know, after 86, why did we have instability, insecurity and instability I, in the 60s? In, let, let me just uh, labor this point and then you can come in. Why do we have this insecurity? Why did we have the insecurity and the instability in the 60s and the 70s? It was because the, 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 the security personnel at the time were like gods. They could wake up and do as they please. They could wake up and kill you and take your wife. They could wake up any day 
and rob you and nothing would happen I feel, to I feel them. Like, I feel and, like you're and, about and, to and, prove uh, and, Roger and, correct. And and we are <laughs> and we are beginning to see the same things happening. Part of how uh, no, uh, but you see, but all these regimes ended up changing each time with the new uh, leaders promising to be better than the old ones. And one. that's why we talk about the term limits, including the this seventy who you're criticizing. Yes. So how if, different if, will you if, be if there are term limits? If someone uh, does not, uh, you know, perform accordingly, they can be taken. We talk about free and fair elections. Look about, uh, look at what happened to 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 Bobby Wine. Uh, look at how he was not allowed to go and and set up structures and consult. You look at how he was arrested. The, uh, I mean, it's 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 just all right. The, the state is just not playing its part. All right, Roger, jump in. Um, yeah, um, I have exception with the stats that you shared. Eighty percent not um, living beyond their first birthday. That's that I doubt because I've, I'm, I work directly with small businesses and I've been collecting stats. The stats are that sixty-five um, percent, uh, if I remember very well, it's sixty-five percent that do not live beyond their third birthday. And I've done some research on this. It's not entirely because the government is not trying to do their part. Matter of fact, the government has actually invested a lot in trying to make these people to help these guys. But the thing is, uh, most of our businesses are founded on shaky structures and shaky uh, business models. Uh, and that's the whole thing that we can go into. Is you cannot blame all the failings on the government, okay? Because there's a lot of individual responsibility that is kind of neglected. It's actually neglected because I've been dealing with this, like I've told you, since 2017, I've been in this space trying to help small businesses. So, um, yeah. And that's the thing I, I, I want us to get to talk so much about is that we want to lay all the blame at the feet of one scapegoat, you know, and we entirely forget the part that we play in this. And I keep saying this over and over again, for as long as we don't sort the society, you can blame every government, but there'll be, it will be the same thing for each one that comes around. And I'll tell you this, um, when you look at the policies and, and um, the structures that this government has tried to uh, build for, especially the young people and especially the population that we have, they are some of the best, actually. And I've been around. I've been to over 20 countries and I've lived in five different countries. And I can tell you that we have so much in this country that we could work with. But the challenge is that the people have kind of neglected their part and they have thrown everything onto some savior that is going to come you see how they look at the principle they have over there is supposed to be the end in it all and is supposed to do everything and now you have no idea what you're trying to build if such a man comes into power you just know they're going to build one fascist regime where everything is going to be at the behest of one person and this one person is going to determine whether you should say yes or you should say no whether you should jump or you should you know let low that's a very dangerous precedent that i don't want this nation to ever descend into believe me things can get way much worse so, uh, and i have read i have seen i've been a yeah yeah, yeah. explain yeah. explain to us how much worse you think uh, the country could get because what do we have now? Um, we have murders that don't get solved in which security personnel are implicated. You saw what happened to that guy called Zebra and many, many others. Then you've got abductions which recently uh-huh. were denied until they were uh-huh. eventually accepted. Um, you know, 
shouldn't there be a point where um, we try to do something about the government that seems to be doing a few things wrong? Are you just saying we just chill until, <laughs> until by miracle, society no. gets to where uh, it can start to produce new leaders and until then we should grant Im- you know, immunity and impunity Absolutely. to the leaders of today? Well, what's your take Absolutely on that? Absolutely not. My... my yeah, my take has always been this, that we have to get back to the drawing board if we have to. And one of the worst things that people are currently doing is trying to call in foreigners. You have no idea what you're calling upon the country because it's never going to be solved. It has to be internal mechanisms that we build and we have to start now. If we realize that things are bad right now, this is how worse it can get. We can be the next Somalia that has not had a government since about 1992, no stable government, and we can get to it. And we can be the next Libya, we can be the next Syria, we can be the next Iraq, we can be the next Afghanistan. Because what we're keeping on doing now is to call on some foreign, I don't know who, to come in and save us. Because they're never going to come and do that. And the only time they're ever going to come in is only when they can see something that is going to benefit them. For as long as you don't have anything that you're going to give back, they're not going to come. So what do we do as a solution right now? We have to have candid conversations. I don't agree with uh, the arbitrary arrest, so I feel like some people have actually called this upon themselves, and I'm not really trying to. Whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. Roger. Uh, how do people call arrests upon themselves? Well, tell us. Um, I mean, we're responsible for the things we say and do at the end of the day. Isn't there what freedom am I of doing when I'm online? So. Uh, go ahead, Gideon. So, yeah, there's freedom of speech, but there's also freedom of defense. If I feel I'm being offended, maybe I also have a right to come at you. R- That's how these Roger, things work, and R- it's R- all Roger. world over. <laughs> Roger, Roger and James, we do know um, that in November, uh, the government killed about 60 people plus uh, because of protests that they took part of. The president has admitted that of those 60 people, 25 of them were actually uh, caught by bullets. Some of them were in, the, in their homes. Uh, some of them were just going to the shop to buy something. Um, there was a baby, I think an eight-month-old baby who was shot. Uh, and then uh, there were those who were protesting. But then when you look at what our constitution says about the use of deadly force, uh, the question we should have asked government, was it warranted, uh, uh, the, the shooting of all these people? So when such things happen and then the government doesn't set up a tribunal or set up any investigation, uh, doesn't uh, hold anyone accountable, uh, just lets these guys go off scot-free uh, and then People hear that. And that is why people are so angry. They look at a government I, that has just refused to come in. Look at Roger. He's saying no. that some people call these things on themselves. These guys in Kalangala, there were about 45 people who had gone to attend a, a, a rally. And these guys were picked up, held for more than a week. Constitution says 48 hours, taken to court. Uh, they were given bail. And after they were given bail, our government took them back to prison. And the next day, as they were releasing them, they abduct them and then go and hold them in a military uh, barracks. And they are charged in a military court. 
they are charged in a military court and 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 these are civilians you cannot be charged in a military court because of being at someone's rally so when you look at a government that is this shameless this shameless this disregard uh, of rules you're talking about uh, how uh, as a country we need to have values we need to uh, you need to go back to our belief system probably look at our national ethos i understand that but then have we seen the nrm government come out and make an effort uh, to let's say make sure like you say it's a value uh, a values problem maybe uh, try to make sure maybe we are setting up a national ethos uh, we are having uh, th- these values reinforced what we are seeing them do is pass uh, tell the, the tell all these other people in in the communities that it's okay to cheat it's okay to steal it's okay not to go by the rules if your government is not playing by the rules then you should not play by the rules that's why when you walk into a government agency you walk into any business place there's always someone trying to ask for a bribe there's always this corruption there it's 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 something that the government the government has the responsibility of showing goodwill of saying hey these are the values that we are trying to to make sure our this is the kind of society that we have to have so we cannot arrive at a place where the government has nothing to do and they just sit back and we're coming in and <laughs> okay. doing everything they're sleeping that doesn't make sense I, it doesn't make sense i don't know how often i have to repeat this fill the government with the people that you can hold accountable and it doesn't matter which government you have at the helm it can be the opposition government but for as long as you do not fill it with the people you can hold accountable you're going to keep coming back to the same problem over and over again and this is how we have come to this point in africa and this is that's going to continue because we are totally failing here's two things that i want to talk about regards to the riots and the whole thing um whichever government yours as new government if that ever happens by magic that you take over power your government is going to be held responsible for the safety of the citizens and your government will also not want to see a situation where its position is threatened now we have seen after the um, riots we have seen videos of people that were going around uh, trying to um, spread uh, this whole thing because i have i've had some stories as well like personal stories where people are being encouraged to take part in an insurrection you can look back and you can the most recent example you can look at is the example of when people descended on the capitol building in the u.s in washington and they tried to somehow respire from the and 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 somehow declare some state of anarchy by refusing the results of an election of a democratically elected president whether that was real or not but well that's what was officially recognized as the democratically elected president and and once you allow this to brood once you allow this to keep going on then you won't have a state for as long as you just let things get out of hand and you call yourself a state then you are just a failure and that's the problem i have is that if you feel the notion of security is nothing for us to consider then what kind of state are we going to build are we just going to build some rug that somebody can come and you know rub their feet on and then get into uganda whichever they want you have to believe that there are some people out there and with the best interests of uganda and yes i know the internet shutdown had 
you know people but what if on the off chance okay even if you don't believe that the government did the right thing what if there were people that were planning to do something horrible to hurt this country wouldn't you take the same india has always been switching up the internet on him in order to I keep national safety as a priority but why don't we want our government to protect our people because the thing is that when something goes bad in this country it if we won't know who supports what everything will be a mess look at libya right now you know they thought they had it worse but look where they are right now and destroying a government does not even take the 35 years that you think are so much destroying a country can take a year and you just the shadow of what you even dreamt of as a country and and this stuff can happen i've seen it happen because i've been reading these things since i was a young kid in 2003 okay, okay so i saw the iraq yeah, but, but, but right Roger, from the inception so by your by your own yeah. admi- by your own admission there are several things that you recognize that this government uh, has done wrong where they've made some serious mistakes so i think and the, we're really not getting an answer to this what is it that you would prefer people do in the face of these injustices that are being done uh, upon the the you know the people of uganda the the arrests that are unwarranted the disappearances and so forth these arbitrary uh sh- internet shutdowns okay if it's to to be off uh, for during the elections fine but now social media Uh, upon which uh, many many young people entrepreneurs and the like uh, rely upon to do business has been shut down and it's it's an already mm, struggling economy and in persisting with these restrictive measures and there are some old you know like even even when it comes to the covid lockdowns there's several sectors that are still badly affected the bars entertainment events and so forth and then on top of that you shut down social media it's like every avenue through which young people are trying to do something with their own lives is being throttled by this government and you're just telling us to sit and watch as as we yeah, I'm not telling you to sit and watch I think I think that's misconstruing my position here I'm saying that once we have once we have the right structures then we can easily tackle these things because if we do not have the structures right now we're wondering what are we going to do now that How people do those are getting structure, arrested where do those structures where they're being taken all right where do those structures come from who, who creates them we create we are the society that creates the structures for as long as they don't have the societal structures then everything is going to be ending at one person and then that one person will be deciding for us and it's not Roger. going to stop now Roger. it will happen again so what what structures have we constructed right now that can hold a government accountable can we rely on these structures in a moment like this when we feel like some things are not going right but what Roger. if we, we so that's the thing like, we may have, uh, the, have we but just a moment but if the structures are being compromised by the very people that we are trying to hold accountable using the structures you know what i mean it's not as if we don't have courts it's not as if we don't have a constitution if you want structures those are the structures that there it's just that we can't use them it seems because certain <laughs> people have decided that your structures be damned we'll do what we want uh, what what do you do in that situation <laughs> Yeah, but that's the thing like you you actually just justify my point there that if for as long as you keep putting the wrong people in these places then that's what's going to happen you're going to have people that are compromisable and it doesn't I'm, matter who which part they are they could be opposition they could be government they could be whatever but they can be because they, believe me or not there's people that uh, purport to be supporting the opposition and they're taking crafts of 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 bribes in the in this country and they, and, then, and then they claim to be fighting for yes i can tell you this and i know this for a fact 
they're taking crap loads of of, of bribes and, and 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 because this is the society that we've allowed ourselves to have but as far as long as you don't build a structured society a principled society a value uh, um, uh, upholding society this is where you're going to keep coming back and i can tell you this country will We'll never make the progress that we so badly want to realize. So you would you would rather have you would, keep, So you would rather have NRM in power indefinitely until you feel the country has gotten to where it can withstand a transition until it has the right systems in place according to you. That that so for no, now I, my, NRM, my position NRM, is uh-huh. My position is that whoever can hold Uganda as priority over the politics, I actually don't like the politics. Um, whoever can hold Uganda as a priority over individuals, yeah, and they hang on to the principles that we need to live by as a society, this person will be my person. This, this party or this group will always be my group. I want Uganda to be center stage of everything that we do, not can, individuals. Can I come in? Can I come in? Go ahead. The, the issue is uh, Roger is um, pretending that he does not know how a state works. Um, he thinks that we can sort of, the people can sort of self-manage themselves, uh, that they can, you know, uh, put in place structures and they can, you know, they can be in charge of law and order and they can be in charge of the judiciary and they can be in charge of, of, of legislature, of, of coming up with laws and policies. And, 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 and what, he, what he's, he's trying to make us believe is that it's possible for the people to directly do that. Now, that's not how a state works. You know, the people get a group of representatives of them who then in an organized way then why can i ask you something as you continue i want you to continue with this but i just want to ask you something yes you're telling me that people do not have it in themselves to actually build structures that can work for them they must point of people power why do you keep coming people power if you don't believe that people can do it i i can't sit here with gems and come up with laws and say hey you know what these are the new laws i can't sit here with uh with in my home with 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 my family members and be like you know what uh, let's let's take charge of this let's take charge of this there is a government a state is able to manage is supposed to manage the society on behalf of the people the state is supposed to be installed by the people to manage the society on behalf of the people so so if if we if, if the state has failed to do that Gideon uh, yes if, if let, let me just finish this Gideon that's all right there's the state the state is going to manage the society on your behalf but what I'm trying to say is that that state is going to be made up of people from the society so if you do not fix the society this is the state that you're trying to front and feel like it's supposed to be there doing the right things for you it will be still ending up with the wrong people that you have not checked at Ro- the society Roger, level Roger, let me let yeah. me just complete this Here's what People Power mm-hmm. is saying. Here is what Noop is saying. We have given the NRM government 35 years. Now it's going into the 40th. And we have given them the responsibility of managing this country on our behalf. They have done some good things, but they have reached a place where 
they do not uh, they, they have run out of ideas uh, they have begun to trample over the very things that they're supposed to be doing they have begun to sort of unwork the successes uh, that they achieved in the early 80s and in the early 90s uh, we they, they there was a time when the president made sure that the, the army was disciplined we're going back to a place where their private like the the, the, the Minister of Internal Affairs says just a private guy and then he says he's probably an OC or a head of a, de- a department in the in the security agencies and then he says hey you know what we need to go and get this Leo Senyange guy let's kill him <laughs> I don't and, know and, I don't know if Museveni of 1986 would have accepted an explanation from yes. the Obote government saying oh uh, it's oh, not us so it's, it's just exactly. a few overzealous soldiers <laughs> exactly it's, it's absolutely <laughs> would, would he so have accepted no, that explanation Golas Roger listen. Roger here's the thing they have failed and what we are saying as people power is uh, we feel like we can do it better than them we feel like they don't have any goodwill they are tired They, 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 they have reached the end of the road and the problem is people like you are telling them it's okay you can still hang around it's okay for you to spit on our constitution to go around breaking the very rules that you're supposed to be enforcing but isn't that, that is why people are angry well uh you know Gideon, uh, what part of the concern is that you know i think i think even even rogers will be willing to admit he wants some change at some point i think what people are concerned about you know those who are either sympathetic to nrm or those who are in the middle undecided is that they look at the opposition you see, for a lot of people, it's not enough to just say Museveni must go. You know, the question is, what shall replace Museveni? And so we look to the opposition politicians. We and, look and at, we yeah, look at Noob. We look uh, at Noob. And we are, because, we are not yeah, seeing... You'll answer my question together with what uh, James is fronting. All right, all right. You, <laughs> you, you wanna, your, your you initial question was... Okay, I'll begin with what James said. Yeah, so we look at Noop and we're like, hmm, I'll, I'll, are these guys going to be any better? If already just their okay. supporters <laughs> are so aggressive, like if I'm supposed to be fearful for my life uh, and, and thus I must choose Noop, well, just going by the behavior of the supporters, God forbid they one day get guns. Um, <laughs> well, I, won't I be oppressed even more than I'm being oppressed now? So- Roger, you were asking yeah, something. Yeah, in answering so I to that, brother, in, 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 in supplement, yeah. Yeah, and supplementing to what James is saying, the thing is, okay, you're telling me that you're tired of the government. The thing is, you have to build critical mass. Now, you have to sell this um, policy thing that you have or whatever you have, the, the, the things that you built up to make your cause. And, and you have to sell your cause to a wider audience than what you currently are able to sell it to. Because the thing is, for as long as you say we are tired and you're not talking about the 10 people, the country has 45 million people. How are you going to convince people more than the people in one section, one group, and convince the rest I'll, of the country that actually you are the right people for that? I'll, I'll, and also to add on to that. I'll, I'll, I'll just answer this. You know, very many people are saying, you know what, uh, people power has no plan, people power, uh, we're worried about what next uh, if they take power and stuff like that. And uh, a lot of the people really do not even appreciate the fact that we have a constitution. The people that, I mean, we have a manifesto 
that we put forward in um, uh, before the election that was available even online to read uh, the things that um, that Noop uh, would be able to do under President Bobby Wine. But here's what I think the most fundamental thing about um, the change that we are seeking as uh, as Noop supporters. Everything that we plan to do is under the ideology that power belongs to the people. Uh, we we believe that if you have a government uh, that uh, that ensures that people have some power, that people can hold them accountable, that if they made mistakes, the people can say, "Hey, you can't do this." You yeah, know? yeah, but they, Gideon, they, see, they, what you are doing now is you are espousing what is known as platitudes. You, in other words, you're giving us the sweet words. No. Every political faction or party yeah, f- presents fake. us with sweet words. The NRM manifesto is equally full of sweet words. So just right. going by right. people's manifestos, we can believe that it's heaven and earth that's being promised to us by everybody. The, here's the problem: is that what people are interested in is. In a practice, how will you govern? In a practice, how will you rule? And one of the best indications of that is in how you as a party deal with those that perhaps don't agree with you as a, as, as a beginning. So right now you criticize NRM for oppressing you because you're opposition. Okay. Uh, how Right now, how is opposition treating non-opposition supporters? Neutrals, independents, we're abused and called names every day. So if you're telling me that I should... I should fear this government because the government oppresses you for being against it. What about when you come to power? How will you treat those who are against you? And the behavior of many of your supporters online thus far shows that there is little confidence to be to be seen in the extent to which you guys can uh, be a peaceful government. James, James, here's the thing. Um, first and foremost, I feel like because of the loud noise of some, you know, radical noob supporters, radical opposition supporters um, on social media, there has been this uh, perception that we are a group of hooligans, we are a group of people who don't uh, uh, have no decorum, who don't uh, uh, carry ourselves respectfully, and that the blanket thing that uh, every new supporter has been covered with is that you're this kind of guy who's going to hurl insults at pretty much uh, everyone who disagrees Don't with you. Don't you think you will I'll do it? Uh-huh. I'll tell you this. <laughs> if, if, if you... Uh, let, let's take the 2015, 2016, the Donald Trump campaign. Uh-huh. You'll find that there were so many conservatives who were hurling insults. It's, it's the nature of campaigns. It's the nature of people on social media. To kind of be uh, sometimes, you know, put them place well. in a place where they are, they they they, they are sort of uh, they seem intolerant and stuff like that. But the important thing again to say is, well, what okay, is the don't. what is the official position of National Unity Platform? White supremacists well, supported Donald For Trump in 2016. Did he come on the, and, 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 you know, ofi- and go ahead the with, official, with, with the with, official with, position of NRM is law and order? Uh, are you convinced? No, because NRM, <laughs> NRM, NRM, their manifestos and their documents James, all James, promise James, James, NRM to implement is in law charge. and order and NRM, safety for you guys. I'm guessing you don't authority. agree. Here's the thing: NRM <laughs> has is in power. It has control. It's supposed to have control over the police. It's supposed to have control 
over over these uh, these 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 agencies. So if they go, you cannot compare them to us. All we can do right now is 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 say, guys, you know what? You can't be violent. You can't be insulting everybody. But we do not have the power to go down and and say, hey, you know what? You 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 you, you, you can't disagree with people in this kind of way. Yes. Get John. Roger. You are telling me that you're coming in to bring change, but yet you say NRM has failed to control its members with guns, but you cannot control your members without guns. That's what you're telling me. <laughs> no, Roger. Roger. That's, that's a good Roger. point. <laughs> Roger. I'm going to, I've, I've given you the yes, example yes. of, you know, the conservatives and the liberals in the U.S. When it's campaign time, battle lines are drawn. Everyone is on the extreme. So it, it's very thing. hard. It's very he, hard to, to the, there were people that, 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 that were calling Joe Biden uh, um, 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 uh, a pedophile, for example. And, 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 and there was the no thing. evidence for that. But the that thing. is the nature of campaigns. The fact that there are always going to be heated emotions on both ends. It does not mean yeah, that... Yeah, but we're Luke, worried what will happen, Luke, that when Luke you get guns, over, it won't just yes, be a war of words. If Luke takes over, then every <laughs> new person who is insulting uh, anyone, you know, last... Uh, was it two weeks ago? Uh, I think no. one of the... We, now they'll have guns. That's what we're worried about. I want, it's, I it's want, not. I want two things. I want two things. I want Bobby Wine, your leader, to come out and unequivocally deny these people. Donald Trump at least made an attempt to deny the, the white supremacists that were, you know, uh, vouching for him and, and rendering Roger. him his support. He, Roger, he you, went you, you, public you. in denial. You. I want Bobby Wine to come out publicly and say these are not people that espouse the values of Nook. Let me see that. And We've he, been waiting since 2017 um, um, and we're um, still waiting. Look, look, Here's look, another thing. Maybe. Here's another thing. You're telling me that you're bringing in change when you are the people that take to the streets to wantonly spoil and destroy people's property simply because your leader who has broken the laws is being arrested. And you're telling me that you're going to come into power and somehow magically become the next Jesuses. Really? You want me to... So, so he, here's the thing. <laughs> like I have belabored, I have belabored this point over and over again. Yeah. Just because you have extremist supporters on one end of 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 of, of, of the opposition who are hurling insults, deny them. Who are, who, deny who, them. And I'm telling you that. Denounce I, I can, I can get you. Deny I can, them. I can, Say these are not I can, our supporters. They I can, do not hold our values. I can, I can, I can tell you this. Deny them. I can tell you this. The, the our president has come up on very, very many occasions and told us we are a peace-loving party. He has said that, but he, he has, has not that. specifically he has, addressed has, what Roger is, is inquiring about, which is the behavior of the followers. And again, it's very difficult to control an angry population. So just Museveni can say it's very difficult to control the police force. No, it's it's Or the it's security apparatus. It's different because you I see... Here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. Yes. You're angry, Gideon. You're angry because things are not working out the way you want them to work out. Now, here's the thing. This is the reality of life, that this is actually supposed to happen every once in a while. Even when you're 
party gets into power, into power, and things might not work out. So you're saying that it's okay to be angry for as long as things are not working out your way. Now you get into power, things are not working out your way. What are you going to do? Since you say that it's okay to be angry, what's the next step? Since you had the guns and you have the full state power, and now things are not working your way, people are criticizing you. If you think 54 people that were killed for you know instigating an insurrection were too many, I'm afraid the party that encourages anger will do worse than 54 people. I'm really afraid. I'll, I'll tell you this: 54 people might have been a First number all, so small Roger, in comparison Roger, to what an angry party can do. I'll tell you this: First mm-hmm. of all, Noop has been cast in the light as the violent and you know rowdy party, but we we deal with the facts on ground i'll tell you that there are not many deaths or many injuries or many of uh, many violent scenarios that you can bring me that are directly connected to um, 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 uh, to 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 the new party for example a lot of the elites get uh, a lot of a lot of the elites you know uh, get get you know go on social media and they they they, they quarrel and, and shout and say all these things because they met a group of boys who were intimidating them compare that you guys were telling us we need to choose peace in this election but tell me how many people uh that that noob supporters have killed and tell me how many people has the police killed uh uh tell me how Let many me tell you how this is how many how many shops here's, have, here's have what's noob happening. supporters looted Roger, Roger you said to ensure that there was peace. Here's here's what I, I want to say. Um, well, right before the election, we were getting audio clips running around on social media of what the next step was going to be straight after the elections. We didn't want to listen Plan to what B. the electoral commission is going to announce as the results. <laughs> the audios were already making their rounds. Yeah, yeah, the Plan B audios. And and for, you're saying that yeah, there was peace after elections. Well, it had to take a shutting down of the internet, painful as it was. It had to take a shutting down of the internet so that these audio clips cannot circulate what would have happened if these audio clips had circulated two things another thing your principal is or was a member of parliament before standing for presidency he signed up they were the people that were making the laws as to how the election was going to run they signed up to abide by the rules now they get into the arena and they don't want to follow the rules and the government responds in enforcing the rules guess what you do you riot and how many people did we lose because of this selfishness and that's the thing that scares most of Roger, us Roger. yeah the rules you are signed up to you don't want to follow Roger. and now what happens when you get into power What Roger. constitution will you follow? So will you our, follow your our, own constitution? Our Why did you sign up to the rules our, that you didn't want to follow? Our disagreement with that has been that the NRM government thinks that it should not play by the rules, but somehow selective the, the application selective application of the rules look at what happens during the covid-19 look at the covid-19 restrict uh, you know restrictions that were set in place mm-hmm. there were a group of people that were persecuted okay, and arrested agree. for not following them and then there was a yellow group let's of people agree. who were doing the same thing so the rules are selectively let's, applied and that is the right, problem that, uh, that, 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 that is, i would that agree that, that is, right, i'll give it to you gideon G- gideon yes. gideon i agree The NRM is very bad. 
they do not follow their rules they set their rules and don't follow them okay and that's very bad but you telling me that you're coming in with change yeah but then you're doing the same thing that they have done and it's, even take it's it not, to the extreme. It's not the same How thing. It's not the same thing. We aren't shooting people. We aren't shooting babies. Okay, we so aren't. It, it's, it's absolutely... Because you don't have guns. We, right, so... You showed us what you can do if you had the guns. Well, um... You, you cannot shoot because you don't have the ability. If you had the ability, what could you do? All right, so let's... If you, let's, if you were in charge of the armory... All right, gentlemen, I think we've had uh, both... No, if you're in charge of the Arsenal. Okay, okay. Well, I think both of you have had sufficient time to air out your grievances with the other side. Uh, Would you be willing to concede areas where your side can make some positive changes going forward? Uh, And I'll I'll start with uh, you, Gideon. Uh, going forward, what in what ways do you think Noob can better engage with the public? Are there ways you think they can change the way they're doing things which you think will put things on a better course? Well, um, I, 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 I'll tell you this. I believe that uh, one of the areas that Noob would probably, um, you know, change up uh, a little bit is in the way that we treat the people that sort of disagree with us. Um, I feel like a lot of the time uh, we've um, alienated them, mm-hmm. then uh, you know, put ourselves in a position where we can attract them. And I feel like the NUP leadership needs to work on um, us not being a group of people that um, uh, people are afraid uh, of, especially the people that disagree with us. The moderates, the the people that uh, think maybe the NRM government has done some good. Uh, so I feel like uh, one of the things that we we can improve uh, is how we are reaching out to these descending, dissenting voices. A lot of the time, we really absolutely shut oh. them out. And, <laughs> and, and, and 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 so I feel like that is where that's a place uh, where we yeah. we can we can improve. But I, I don't know. Can I can I close or you no? Know, uh, you, you're gonna yeah. Okay, we'll we'll close. But what about you? Uh, so over to you, Roger. Uh, what do you think NRM can do better? I, I think that's going to be a long list, but you can start. <laughs> no, I, no. Actually, it's not a long list. The oh. thing is that we have to go as deep down as possible to the society from which each and every one of us comes. What NRM needs to do, first and foremost, is not to be only paying lip service to the challenges that the country faces. We have to know that it does not matter what party the person belongs to, the challenges affect us all almost equally, yeah? What we have to do, well, I, I, I don't really have an NRM party, by the way, I'm just standing up for NRM, but um, what I feel the NRM has to do is to actually work so hard on trying to make the society a better place for as long as the fountain is right whatever we get out of the fountain will be good it doesn't matter whether people end up not believing in the NRM ideology and they take to the opposition side for as long as we still have the cream coming up I just want to see a country where the cream comes to the top and we don't have these people that are not really so nice you know taking to the forefront the corrupt people that can't both in NRM and even go to the opposition and some of the key playing people for champs because I've seen so many people. I've seen a lot of Galibo people, especially uh, the ones that are, that are supporting uh, the opposition side. And they believe 
everything, the lump of everything that these people tell them. And I know a lot of this stuff is lies. I don't want a party built on lies. And that's one thing I would encourage Gideon and his colleagues to work on. You do not have to build your party on lies. And and, and here's the thing, like I keep listening. I listen to a lot of international radio and international media. And your principal is telling one thing to the international media and telling a different thing to the local media because he has to ponder. He just has to keep pondering in order to get whatever he wants to get from them. Now, we don't want that. I want our society, much as even when we disagree on values and principles of some sort, at least we have some core values that govern us as a country. We're Ugandans before we are partisans in any way. So that's right. what I want to see. And that's what I want whichever party that to hold. Okay, I think that uh, qualifies as a wonderful uh, closing remark. And so I'm going to have uh, you have the last word, Gideon. Go ahead. All right, so here's the thing. Um, people power is here. The movement uh, became very, very, uh, you know, dynamic because of what, um, because of the failures of the NRM government. The fact that we have entrusted these people as stewards of our country to steward our country to a certain direction but we are seeing that you know much as uh, we we do not we have the, the the absence of wars in this country which many people confuse as peace we are seeing that a lot of people are not experiencing that peace we are looking at the struggles of the average ugandan young man when you ask them about how they are getting about, about their dreams and about their aspirations, you are seeing them feeling alienated by a government that they voted into power to steer the country in, in a direction from that, problem, that, sorry. that benefits us. And, 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 and here, the, Roger has been trying to downplay the role that governments play in running over state. That's what he's been doing the past hour or so the whole time he's saying hey you know what we don't need the government to do anything and we are saying that the government plays a very very big role we need to have a government that is accountable to people that is accountable for their actions a government that plays by the book of the constitution that has been set in place and that is what people power is about that is what noop is about now we recognize that people are angry People are angry left, right, and center. And many times you're going to find those cases. Like I've told you, in every campaign, even in the more developed worlds, you'll always find those elements of the anger, of the extremists, uh, and all that stuff. But I'm telling you, if NRM government has failed, we are giving an, uh, an alternative. We are giving a an alternative. We feel that our president is going to steer this country. We feel like President Museveni, he's done some good, but he is steering this country to the wrong direction. I agree with Roger. I agree with Roger. For a country to go forward, we need a national ethos. We need, uh, we need values. We need, uh, we need to raise our children to be honest, to be truthful, uh, to be tolerant and all that stuff. I agree with Roger 100%. But that, to a larger extent, is also influenced by the, the, the political party or the government that we have entrusted to steer 
this country and no, that is what okay, people power is about <laughs> well no, no uh no okay. that's 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 where we're gonna end it uh, you've both said what you've had to say and uh we'll, we'll leave the public to decide uh on the very interesting points that both of you have raised today but i think otherwise it was a very civil uh conversation it was a very respectful one i mean both of you gentlemen are very brilliant and all had interesting points and i think a lot of people are gonna have a hard time making up their minds who they think uh you know made more sense but ultimately that's what it's all about is to put the ideas out there and leave to the people to decide uh, what they think works. I want to thank uh, both of you, Roger Golazo uh, and uh, Gideon Omoding for joining me here on the Fatboy Show today to have this awesome conversation. I honestly do believe that uh, the public uh, will benefit from this conversation uh, and uh, I hope uh, we can have even more and gentlemen, if you are open to doing so, I'd like to invite you back sometime in the future. Alright, cool. Will that be okay? Yeah, it's, it's okay. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Um, I have no problem with that. As long as my schedule allows, I, I can always come around. No problem. Oh yeah, uh, we'd be nice to have you here in person. <laughs> okay, well thank you so much gentlemen and that's all the time we had for the Fat Boy Show today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to go to our website rxradio.ug subscribe to our podcast library so that you can listen to this uh, awesome conversation again and uh, many other conversations that can be found in our archives and if you do so before the 20th of February if you register or subscribe that is you will be eligible to win a, a Hisense HD television 32 inches okay so try your luck well that's it from me have a great day bye bye <laughs>